Welcome to the Broadcast Nerd Hour. Where everything is 99% nerd and 1% everything else. Welcome to the Broadcast Nerd Hour. My name's Dakota. And I'm Destiny. Welcome back. Thank you for joining in tonight. So tonight's going to be a very mixed episode. Uh, we're going to start out with uh, kind of continuing our Multiverse of Madness, and then we're going to roll into Moon Knight. But to start with, I would like to address some news items. We have started the Lego Star Wars Skywalker Saga. Mm-hmm. Um, we're playing it together. We are. We're doing it completely in the co-op. So it does take a little bit longer doing it like that. Uh, if you've played the Lego, it is extremely difficult to play with like half of a screen. And it's not It's not like the Call of Duty's half of the screen where it's wide. It's it's a narrow screen. It's, yeah. it's kind of hard to see out of. We started with episode one. We're yeah. like, we're going to start at the beginning we're going to work our way through, and we finished episode one last night. Yes. we uh, Now, granted, we've only had it for two days. Um, and we we, got, we don't want to get too deep into it, because we'll do a whole episode on it, I think, once we're done with it. Yeah. We, we're only playing just a little bit at a time. We, we just get about an hour or so a, a night in. Episode one is great. I, so far, give it a 9 out of 10 as far as, um, as, far as the playthrough for a Lego game. Uh, I really enjoy it. What I'm you- gonna give it a six out of ten because <laughs> I it's not my typical kind of game that I play, and I'm struggling to remember the controls, it, even though I play Animal Crossing, and it's the split screen is very difficult. The split screen is difficult. It's it would play a lot easier if it was played out how Animal Crossing is, where it is. Uh, you are just on the same screen. If your second player walks out of the screen, they just walk out of the screen and eventually they'll pop back in. I do feel like that would be a little bit easier, or even a wide band a split screen. But with that, all that being said, I do think it is a great episode. Or, I do think it is a great episode starting into the Skywalker saga. It's very good. I enjoyed it. I also want to address that we will be in Disney while a celebration's going on. Hopefully we'll have some episodes banked. Like, so there will still be one that gets released on the Monday that we're at Disney. So it won't necessarily be about Star Wars. My kind of thought is that it'll be an episode maybe about how we get ready for Disney. We are going to get ready for Disney. Uh, we're going to do an episode like that. But I do want to address the celebration content as much as we can if it's stuff that i think pertains to what we're gonna what we're gonna have on the show anyways of course we're gonna have kenobi that the same day that friday so and if you haven't been keeping up with it we are gonna have two episodes of kenobi on that friday they did back it up from the 25th to the 27th which is also i think is the first day of celebration so it's going to be a very big, busy day. That's also the day that we uh, we start going down to Disney the next day. So we we may even do we're we're going to do TikToks and keep everybody posted that way. We may even do some while we're driving, just little snippets and post that way. We could just do a. Our shows are typically free form as it is, but I think that would be fun to do a that true like raw a lot of work. free form. You don't have to edit it. We can just post it in and mm. just let it be as is. 
We'll see. I wanted to talk about some of the feedback that we've gotten on our first couple episodes. And I wanted to talk about our intro music. So our intro music and our outro music is the same thing. But my brother did it for us. Shout out to Car Music when I asked him for some social media handles where you could check him out. He's like... I'm not going to tell you if they really want to find me, then they can just search the internet. But we really appreciate him doing it because we are not musically inclined like that. No, I'm not. My sister is, but she's more of a classical music Mm -hmm. inclined. She plays the French horn and the cello. So again, kind of not this wheelhouse. Well, that's kind of just like just the barrier of what she plays, but she, she plays several instruments. Well, that's what she's currently playing. Uh, we'll eventually, most likely, we'll alternate some family members out. A lot of our family members are very nerdy along with us, except for my sister. She's just musically inclined, and that's kind of where she stops at. She, We've and, already had some family members express interest on wanting to be on the podcast, but I feel like it's too soon to have someone on, so we're trying to find our footing. and. My brother possibly would be on during the Kenobi stuff, because he, he shares a lot of the bigger interest with the Star Wars scene. Uh, I would say probably a little bit bigger than you do with me. I think me and him could uh, could get on a, a good little train there. and Yeah, and my brother, he gave us some pretty good feedback that he really loved the episode and that we sounded really... Prof- or no, your brother said we sounded really professional, but my brother... I don't believe that, but that's it's flattering. I know. I don't believe that we do either, but it was very nice. And my brother told me today he had no idea what we were talking about, but he enjoyed listening to it because <laughs> he's not so much into Marvel. Now, he does love Deadpool, but um, it was just really nice to kind of hear some nice hey, feedback the from our family. going, we... Uh... We could very well see Deadpool in Multiverse of Madness and leading into that, I guess that's where we can start our topics at. So I think that's really good because there is an Avenger that we forgot about and didn't talk about last week. Who's that? Hulk. That is true. We forgot. Smart Hulk. It's not it's not it's, just it's, Hulk, it's smart Hulk now. We forgot all about him. Where is he? What is he doing? Does he want anything to do with the Avengers? And is he going to show up in this movie? I, w- I would feel like he would almost be in New Asgard with Valkyrie. Just hanging out with her. Because you remember, he, even in the Hulk form, was he, he was comfortable around her when they were off-world in Ragnarok. So he could be just hanging out in in New Asgard. I have this thought that maybe he's with Sword. Is that the name of him, Sword? I don't know who you're talking about. The, like, department that was in WandaVision. Oh, oh, yeah. I forgot about that. Yeah. Took, took place of S.H.I.E.L.D. Um, ooh. If it, because my thought is if any of them would be with Sword, it would be him because... I thought you were talking about a character at first. Because yeah, he is so incredibly ooh. smart. yeah. Uh, I don't foresee him wanting to do anything else with the Avengers at, at at this time, at least. He was really, really destroyed by by Black Widow's death. Mm-hmm. Not and then not only did he do the snap that brought half the world or undo Thanos' snap. So I, I would be curious to see what damage is still there because he was already in the smart Hulk form. 
So I wonder what damage is still there on his arm. Is it fully healed or has he just went went back on to life? You know, it, I think that there's a really good chance we get him in this movie. And if we don't get him in this movie, maybe we get him in an end credit scene. Kind of giving us an idea of where he's at and what he's doing. Because we don't have a wrapped up storyline in my opinion for him. So I'm going to look at it from an outside view. There has been tons of speculation just recently this week on several new characters that could be a possibility in Multiverse of Madness with heavy hints leading to that to them being in it. So with that, I don't think that we would see... I don't, I'm afraid that they're going to overwhelm us with characters. Like, it, I, as much as I would like to see Hulk... What could he benefit to this movie? But we didn't see him in Spider-Man. So I feel... We didn't see him in WandaVision. We didn't see him in Loki. I feel like we're due for a Hulk sighting. But we also have to remember... He's fixing to hand off the gauntlet to She-Hulk. But that's why I think... I I honestly think that we probably won't see Hulk again until that. That's why I think we could get him in an end credit scene as a little teaser. Maybe... I think I think there's a lot. I I like what Disney has done with with the Incredible Hulk, Hulk, just everything Hulk related. I do think for the character to not have his own standalone movie in the Disney world or in the MCU. Well, he kind of does. Air quotes. It was still that was a Fox production. Mm-hmm. Um, so. They're including it. I don't think it's truly there, but there's. I I, I still I want to stand. You know, just to have a differing opinion. I do want to stand and th- say that I think that we're gonna have too many possibilities of of more sought after characters that we have been waiting twenty plus years to see. I this. just feel like he's the forgotten Avenger at this point, and we need some kind of closure to his story. I think we'll get it. I think we will get it with the She-Hulk series. It, I, I with all the other TV series that are going on between Hawkeye, between Miss Marvel, you know, I think we're we're going to see the gauntlets passed on, at least it, 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 as far as they can to get the new Avenger, the young Avengers started. I'm sorry. So, but I, you've brought up some extremely cool news to me this week. On on a movie theater. That, no, yes, 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 yes. Yeah. Let's talk about my find. Yeah. So explain your find. Yes. Let me let me talk about it, and I can't take credit for it because I saw it on TikTok, but I went and verified it myself, and it wasn't even a pretty like highly viewed video. So it would pretty much been that if you lived in Canada and you just yes. happened to have been buying a ticket, you would have noticed yes. this. So, okay, okay, let me, let me, let me tell it because okay. it's my find. <laughs> so, I was on TikTok and I was just searching Doctor Strange, Multiverse of Madness to see if there was anything that I had missed. And there is this movie theater in Canada that only has eight locations and in the cast, it said Tom Hiddleston. Hiddleston. <laughs> Close it's, enough. I'm I'm sorry. I'm a litter. Hiddleston. Hiddleston. I'm sorry. I went to school in Tennessee. Jeez. As my dad <laughs> always said that Tennessee education. But AMC and Cinemark 
don't have him listed as the cast. So this is either like a goof and like Marvel doesn't know about it. Or oh, they! I'm sure they know. But it's not like AMC. It's not like they have all of these locations across the United States. I don't think that they necessarily know. Marvel, Marvel knows everything. I think, but I think you have to look at it from three different approaches here. I think you have the approach of that Marvel knows about it, but they're afraid to do anything about it because then it will either confirm will, or deny. Yeah, it will confirm yeah. or deny uh, all the speculation toward it. Then you have the issue of, or point two, they, they of course, know about it. It's true. It's not an error, and they threw it out there on purpose. They wanted this this no-name, or I'm not going to say no-name, this small movie franchise, Mm -hmm. or movie theater franchise company, I don't know what what they are, um, to just throw it out there and just see how many people would bite on it. And then, yeah. Then I think the end of it, it is just from the movie theater side, it was just a complete error. Somebody, when they were putting it in the system, just maybe, maybe it was they had four, Thor, Love and Thunder, and Multiverse of Madness there, and they just accidentally put it in. And Marvel's handling it on the back end, but they're trying to not make too big of a deal out of it because they don't want people to see that they had to pull it down. I I agree that it could be one of those three. So if anyone has any other movie theaters that have him or other names that we haven't seen, like please tell us about it. But that was my fun. I was super excited to tell Dakota about it because usually you're the one that finds this kind of stuff and it was me because yeah. I was working our social media at the time and I posted it to our TikTok if you want to go see and I'm pretty sure it shows the website and everything and 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 as of as of today we haven't went back in to see if it's been pulled down off the website. I, so along with that we also came across that the um the Days of Future Past X-Men a lot of those characters or a lot of the actors and actresses from those movies have mysteriously came back into character. Oh yes, um, I found this too. And and could be completely different roles. Could be that the uh, one girl that plays... Uh, the one girl that just... She wanted red hair again. And the other guy just wanted to be bald. It's still the, there. Oh, it is. It is. What he's talking about is Sophie Turner dyed her hair red I again. And if you know Sophie Turner, if you're a Game of Thrones fan or a Sophie fan... She did an interview, and she's done several interviews where she talked about how she had to dye her hair red for Game of Thrones, and it so severely damaged her hair, she went back to blonde after all of this film work she had to do. So, did she dye her hair red because she was missing it and wanted to reminisce on the good old days on X-Men and Game of Thrones, or did she dye it red for another reason? Hmm. We may never know. That is true. And then you have Let me Charles look Xavier, the younger version of Charles Xavier. I'm horrible with actors and actresses' names, so I apologize. I'm looking I'm... up his name now because I'm, <laughs> I'm bad with names too. James McAvoy. <laughs> I'm sorry McAvoy? I blame my parents for living in Tennessee. James McAvoy. James McAvoy. <laughs> Dang but, it, Mom and Dad. <laughs> but you said you saw where he He had shaved also, his head. So, mm. 
Okay. Mm. I'm going to I'm going to throw this out there and I hope there's fans out there that see this the same as I do. If you do, please comment, cheer me on, back me up in this. I I'm fine with seeing X-Men. It's long overdue in the MCU. But the the real the two X-Men I want to see, I want to see of course the Charles Xavier that's paid, played by Patrick Stewart and then I want to Everyone see Everyone wants to see that. <laughs> And then I want to see Magneto, the but the older Magneto. I'm trying to think of his name. Uh, let me pull. You're it. asking the wrong person. I, <laughs> I'm just as bad at, with names. And like the last two episodes, I told myself I'm gonna write down all these names of all these actors so Eric, I know them this ooh, time. I'm fixing. I'm fixing to butcher this name. Eric Lyncher. You did is, really good. I would have said Lyncher or something. <laughs> I would have like. But I want. I want him. I want him, and here's the reason why. Because he, from my understanding, is the technical father of Wanda and uh, yes. Piet- or Pietro, or the MCU would be Pietro. Yep. I want to see that. I want to see. I want to see him come into the scene and just like, just like put her in her place and be like, "Child, sit down." But we've seen <laughs> Wanda parents. We saw them in WandaVision. Wait, that, we, how do we know that was her real oh, biological parents? I know, but that's who we... I know. Okay, I've got to think about this. We're just going to have to have a little like Multiverse of Madness segment at the beginning of every show I until wanted, the movie comes out. So I wanted the Magneto theory really really bad in the WandaVision. I did, and even if it was even if it was a throwaway like the the brother scenes and stuff, you know, Ralph Boner. I can't even believe they did that. I still don't believe it. I, I don't believe it. Fake. He's the government secret yeah. witness. <laughs> I will die on that hill. But I I just I wanted that. But now with this cause I I feel like through this, like yes, Wanda is justified or as justified as you can be for the fact of her trying to find her children. Not that I think enslaving the whole town is fine. <laughs> but I think she's justified in trying to find her children but i want i want her to act out a little bit and and big daddy come down big big bad magneto come down and just put her in her place just backhand her to the ground and say we're gonna put we're gonna put all these children in their places today well you know who else we haven't talked about who's that her mcu brother do you think that there's any chance we could see a variant of him like like MCU him, not X Men him. Like the actor that played him in the MCU. I, the the R Pietro. I don't think we're gonna see in this. I think. Oh, I think. It, I think he's dead. He's gonna stay dead, and that's just how it's gonna be. I don't think he's gonna. He's gonna come back to life. I don't. I don't really necessarily want him back to life. You know. Not saying that him and Wanda weren't big characters in the beginning uh, of the Age of Ultron. But as but, you said, they were like, they were, and now she's like a lukewarm hero. She started out as a bad guy, you know. I I think he's gonna, he's dead. I think he's going to stay dead. I think they're, they're too close to this X-Men subject not to bring in... Not to bring in... Uh, what's his name? The, the X-Men... Uh, Pietro. Oh yeah. Uh, what's his name? Evan Peters. Evan Peters. Oh, he's so sexy. Oh, 
He what? is. You never watch him in American Horror Story. He is so. I watched American Horror Story. With I, okay, you. He's, he's a psychopath in American it's okay. Horror Story. Okay, it's okay. <laughs> Sometimes the the bad guys are always the hottest. But let's talk about something we haven't really talked about, and we avoided it on the last episode. And I think we need to talk about it with like this last little bit we have here for this part. What's that? Let's talk the Illuminati. Okay. Do we see them? Who is it? Let's start with Superior Iron Man. I don't want him. <laughs> I don't want him in it. I, I I don't want I don't want my feelings devalued for in game. Does it devalue your feelings if it's someone like Tom Cruise playing him? Oh, extremely. I I don't even. <laughs> he wasn't good enough to play him originally. So, would it hurt your feelings less if it was Robert Downey Jr. playing him? I just don't want it at all. If, if we, I would rather see Robert Downey Jr. And I would like them to put huge meaning behind it. But I think the only way they could have gotten the meaning behind it that I needed and a lot of fans will need is if they would have brought him back in Spider-Man and let, let Tom Holland, Spider-Man, or Tom Holland's Peter Parker see him, you know... Tony passed the gauntlet to him, and then in Far From Home, he was he Peter Parker didn't know what to do with this power. He was willing to hand it off to somebody that that was more worthy of it than he was, and I think that shows not only his responsibility but that shows how much Tony meant to him because that was the same kind of learning curve that Tony had to go through, but Tony did it by himself, so. I think that's the only way I the value of it would have meant something to me, but it was too soon. It was too soon. So, and I still think it's too soon. I think it's too soon to take away. He he hasn't been dead for, what, three years yet? Let me, and, let me play devil's advocate over here. Okay, Mephisto. No, no. I, I think Mephisto is a possibility, even though I'm not for it. I think there's a really good possibility we could see him, and it's Tom Cruise. I mean, come on. They had Angelina Jolie in The Eternals, which, by the way, we finally watched. We'll talk about that another time. Not a terrible movie. No, no. We didn't dislike it. It gave us a lot of questions. But I am warming up to the idea if he isn't a permanent member. If he is like a Pietro Pietro, however you say his name. And like our MCU version where he's just around for a little bit. That's okay with me. I do. I want to just say something about the Eternals real quick. and Because I, I want people to comment. <laughs> because I had this thought the whole time. And you may not because you're not as big in the DC universe. And before we even say it, I apologize to everybody. We kind of got in to the podcast stuff right after the Batman movie came out. So mm-hmm. we probably won't revisit it anytime soon. Uh, there's just too much going on Marvel, Star Wars, everything else right now for us to go back and review a, a movie that came out before we started the podcast. But does anybody feel like the Eternals was Marvel saying we can do your primary characters better? <laughs> I mean, because because we had the one guy was essentially Superman, the the one girl was essentially Flash, then yeah. we had the really smart guy. You could. Kind of say he's Batman. Batman with just some extra ooh, I'm some not in the powers. DC universe, so I have... This is all you. <laughs> I mean, you just... And the, the one girl with the 
the one I can't I I'm, don't know any of their names. So no. the the one girl that kept trying to kill everybody that was on her team is she, oh Angelina Jolie. Yeah, her character. Athena, not Athena. Athena. Well, was she not Wonder Woman? You know. Oh it, yeah. So I mean. I, I, y'all tell me what you think, but I really feel that way. I feel like it was Marvel going, uh, look here, DC, we can do your primary characters better. And that's interesting. So if, if you feel that way, put it in the comments. I really want to know if anybody else out there thinks that way, or maybe I just turned to stone over that's fixing to cause mad chaos before Multiverse I, Madness here. But, I doubt it with all 20 of our listeners. Well, they may be strongly opinionated. <laughs> I just don't think our 20 listeners are going to, like, turn over a stone. You don't know. One day, we might have 25 listeners, and those <laughs> extra five will be will be completely bent on the fact that I called out Marvel for, <laughs> for them backhanding DC. Okay, back to the Illuminati. So, I think we see Superior Iron Man. As long as it is not... We don't see him all the time. He's kind of a background character. I'm okay with it. I think obviously everyone knows we're going to see Charles Xavier. I don't think it's going to be the X-Men version. I think it's going to be a different variant. Sorry to like burst some bubbles out there. I will be very surprised. So I, I will I will be shocked if it is the X-Men version. I I think it is the X-Men version and but to go into lightly into it. So before, Did you hear would you that? Quit, would you quit? I just burst your bubble because I don't agree with you. Well, it's my opinion. I'm bursting your bubble right now. You, you can't burst an opinion bubble. <laughs> it's my opinion. <laughs> so, there, there's six chairs and then a space. When In the trailer scene when Doctor Strange is walking into the Illuminati headquarters. And they have confirmed it is going to be called the Illuminati. At least through... Uh, several magazines they have listed it as the Illuminati. I'm making so, a list of who we think they all are. So the space, of course, I think is for Charles Xavier, of course, in his floating chair. And that's why I feel like it is Charles Xavier may not be the older Charles, or it'll be the older Charles Xavier, but I think he may be playing the role of the Days of Future Past Charles Xavier because he had the floating chair, or it could be just playing the Charles Xavier from the 94 animated series where he had built himself a floating chair. I don't think he will be in his classical, his tricked-out wheelchair. So then we have, unfortunately, if you're thinking the Superior Iron Man... I'm putting him on the list. I'm sorry. We've got... I think Mister. we'll see Mr. Fantastic. Yes, I agree with that one. I think he will be in one of the chairs. Let me tell you who else I think. And this goes back to kind of what we talked about earlier and maybe why we haven't seen them. Hmm. Hulk. He's the only original Avenger left other than Thor. And we know that Thor is off doing his own thing. What do you think? He could be. He he would be smart enough to be on the Illuminati. I just feel like he's too smart to be doing nothing. And a superior Iron Man would be on there. I would would feel like that would have been a place that our Tony Stark would have been on there because technically the reason why he is considered superior Iron Man is because Tony's whole theory of putting a blanket around the world with the Ultron bots and everything... The whole reason the Age of Ultron movie happened 
is essentially the opposite of that is how why we have a superior Iron Man. He was able to make that successful. Now, do we feel like there's another variant of Doctor Strange that's going to be sitting on the council? So, Doctor Strange technically is supposed to be on it. I've, I'm curious to see if that's how we get introduced to Defender Strange. Mm-hmm. Not Sinister Strange, but Defender mm-hmm. Strange. I think maybe Defender Strange in his universe is on the Illuminati. I, I think... Um, we have two more spots on who we think. I, I, so, I, I'm looking up who was in the Illuminati in the comics, and one was Black Panther. I think we can all agree we're not going to get Black Panther because the actor passed away, and they're not going to recast him. And I think maybe they might make mention to him, memorialize him. Maybe there's an open spot on the council, and that's why they're bringing Strange there to fill his spot. New theory. Okay, new for out there theory. So... Here's what I think. I think they will represent his spot still, but I think uh, what's his what's I think it's his cousin. I think it's his cousin. It's the one that the girl, the really smart girl, that's pull, trying to pull the yes. mind stone out of Vision's head. In, I, I don't know names. I I'm I feel like she would be the one that would be representing representing in his place at that point. Maybe so, temporarily. Yeah, we need yeah. some women here. We've got all men. What well, about that's Captain? What I'm saying. I think she. What uh, about Captain Marvel? I think Captain Marvel's off world doing okay. more important stuff at this point in time. We need another. We've got four men and no women. Well, I I gave one. I think I think she's a possibility. What about what about Dark Phoenix? What about so, Sophie Turner? If we're thinking she might be in this movie. She could be. She could be. You know what? <laughs> I had this thought the other day. What if we're all completely wrong and the whole Illuminati is just all these different types or all these different universes of Charles Xavier <laughs> all in their floating chairs? So we're going we're gonna to put down Dark Phoenix. Now, I have one kind of out there thought of who could be in the sixth spot. All right. Andrew Garfield. No. Really? Here's why. So, so far from from the people we 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 think is going to be on there, the Illuminati has to be extremely hyper-intelligent people. Okay. And, and the reason why I say that is because they have to be people that aren't going to... You know, you always hear the thing... With uh, especially in time travel, like oh, if you see your past self, you know your your mind will collapse. It will create all these problems mentally, and so. What so. about this lady from Loki? Y'all can't see it, but I'm holding up one of my pops. What is her name? She was like the head lady in Loki. I don't uh, even remember her character name. If you wouldn't have. She went through the <laughs> she went through the door. At I don't the end. think I don't think she's on it because I think she's on her own on her own quest. So um, you don't think there would be anyone from the TVA on this? I think Kang could possibly be on it. No, I don't think Kang. Not he's, not not the Kang that we're thinking that's going to be the big bad in Ant Man and stuff. I think this is this could be one of the variants of Kang that he talks about in Loki that. Uh, one of his better selves that's just the hyper intelligent 
human being. Well, I'm trying to pick another girl because we've got four guys and one. I I'm I want I want another female in there. I'm trying to think what. Okay, thoughts. Okay. Black Widow. She's dead. Another variant of her from another universe. What about her sister? Oh, no, because she's on her own thing. So, that doesn't mean that she couldn't have been recruited. I just... She's a soldier at heart, just like... I don't think her. What about Sylvie? Well, yes and no, because I thought about her. Well, here's why she just kind of came to mind all of a sudden... I feel like this would the, being a part of the Illuminati would be the only thing that would protect her from the TVA any further, because it's no it's no doubt that the TVA is hunting her again at this point, for for more reasons than in the first season. So, what if being a part of the Illuminati and being a part of this multiversal team is protecting her because she is. She literally can just change dimensions at that point. I just don't feel like she's there yet. I think we should leave that spot open. And think on it. Maybe see if any of our 20 listeners have thoughts. And if so, please direct message us on TikTok. Yes, yeah, so we're always open. If you if you want to direct message us anytime on any of our platforms, we will... We will try our very best to answer you back and give you a our true, genuine answer. So if you truly think, you, if you have a question that you want to ask us, reach out. I have kind of one final thought I think maybe we should end on. Before for, we move on to the Moon Knight. Yes, before Moon Knight. In the trailer, in the new featurette that they just released, Wong says, we don't know who or what. You don't know who or what could come through that door. Yeah. What is the what? What are what do you? Think? I think creatures like Dormammu and uh, you know or I know Dormammu it was the bad guy from or not necessarily the bad guy but he Strange has already dealt with him in the, his first movie but I, I'm talking about like creatures like him. Mm-hmm. We we know what Earth is like, but. The multiverse isn't just other variations of Earth, other variations of other planets. We're talking about dark dimensions that yep. is now. I mean, Wanda's dealing with the dark hold in her just by herself. The dark hold we've even seen in the trailer. Some of the creatures the dark hold can summon, and what just what all can happen. So we can truly access anything, and you know. We could even see Mephisto just throwing it out there. I think he's a who and not a what, though. <laughs> or an it. <laughs> so, I think that's a good note to kind of but, leave this on. So we can take on. this quick break. And we're going we're gonna to take a quick break, and then we're going to come back with our Moon Knight. Uh, the purpose of the quick break to you, you know, uh, the magic of editing will only be a few seconds uh, in reality it's going to be about 24 hours because we are going to pick back up tomorrow immediately after we watch the moon night episode for three and that way we come into it fresh with and give our review and thoughts on first second and third episodes mm-hmm. of moon night and i feel like that's a really good 
spot to review Moon Knight because we had a lot of questions answered on episode two, and I'm curious to see what gets answered on episode three. We so. just really wanted to talk about about Multiverse Madness because the sad truth about Multiverse Madness is it is coming fast. It is. It's less than a month away, guys. I'm so excited. I, I have the whole day off from work. I'm so excited. We we will come in and we if we'll do wherever we have to. We'll even if we have to we'll post two episodes that week. But we we're gonna come in and as soon as it's over and try to give our stuff on it, give our review and Try mm-hmm. to try to encourage as many people to go see it because it's fixing to be wild. Yep. Okay, guys. We'll see you in, in just a few seconds. And enjoy this music from my brother. Bye. Bye. I hope you had a great commercial break there. I know, I'm all sure, 20 seconds of it. I'm sure it was complete silence, even though it was a full 24 hours for us. Well, I'll, I'll probably actually, like, throw in our podcast music. <laughs> and it's been more than 24 hours. It's been a couple of days since we recorded part one. And before we get in to more Marvel stuff, I just have to say, for all of my Kardashian fans out there... I know this is a nerdy podcast, but I love the Kardashians. They are the best trash TV there is, and their new show dropped today on Hulu. So, <laughs> it just made my soul feel good to have new Kardashian garbage to watch. <laughs> well, with us transitioning from Multiverse of Madness to... Now, Moon Knight, which we mm-hmm. are very behind on, and we apologize to everybody for it, but we really wanted to talk about, about Multiverse of Madness prior. But transitioning from it, I have to say, if I know Sam Rainey is taking care of, of Mom, so just seeing what Moon Knight has brought to the table so far. Now, just so everybody's aware, we've, of course, watched episode three. This this episode is going to cover one, two, and three. So, just seeing from what they've done so far in Moon Knight, I cannot wait. Because you were freaked out in episode two. You know, and I'm going to go ahead and say it. If you didn't catch it from the title of this episode, there is going to be heavy spoilers for the first three episodes of Moon Knight. Mm-hmm. So, but you got freaked out in just the storage unit scene. Yeah. From from Conchu walking down the hallway, even though that was the first, I think that was the first full close-up we got to see of him. So, and there's been, and oh my gosh, the, the cinematography, everything in this show is amazing. It is beautiful. Every Every shot has meaning. So I cannot wait for Multiverse of Madness because they have already said it is going to be, it's going to, it's not going to be full horror, but it's probably going to be the scariest thing that Disney's produced. And nobody talked about Moon Knight having anything like this happening. The rating doesn't even reflect something like this happening in Moon Knight. It's a little, a little creepy, I would say. It's not... Scary, but if you're not a fan of maybe thrillery things, like definitely put a warning out there for people because I am someone who has to 
consume kind of, you know, heart elevating things. Uh, I, I can't consume it all at once. I'm trying to think of how I have to do it a little bit at you a time. You have to pace yourself. I have to pace myself. Thank you. And so this show, after the second episode, I was like, man, I'm glad that it's over. So I will say, and I don't think Dakota knows this yet, I'm not the biggest fan of Moon Knight, but as a Marvel fan, I am doing my due diligence and watching it. I really liked episode one, and I really liked most of episode two, but then by the time that we got to episode three, I really was like, Hmm, this is like really over dramatic, even for Marvel. The fight scenes just seemed really staged and everything. I just, I'm really like on the, I'm kind of in the middle with the show. I don't just hate it like I do Captain America, but I definitely don't see myself ever watching this show again once the show is over. And that's, you know, coming from a place of, I have rewatched WandaVision multiple times and I've rewatched Loki and I don't want to ever watch Moon Knight again. I I think it's too early to say that in full. I am loving it. I'm really enjoying it. I'm in I I love how delicate, delicately they're handling the topic of a multi-personality disorder. And I'm sorry. I'm going to try to be as proper as I can talking about it to do it justice. The show has done a phenomenal job of it. So I I guess starting out where I want to start out at is where do I think Moon Knight is going to fall in this? And so I've already kind of conjured a theory. Mm-hmm. So I think it's in the first episode. We see what looks like, and I'm sorry I'm fixing to butcher his name, but I talked about it in, in our previous podcast, but his name is Phaetos, I think is how you say it, from Eternals. <laughs> he is the... He would be. He was the one I compared to Batman. Yes. He just with powers. It looks like him at the back of the bus. It and it it really he hasn't been credited to it at all, from what I've found. So, I think, going from that, we also know that, and I'll have to look his name up too real quick, but we also know that um, the God Killer is coming into the MCU. Uh, we the, we know that. I think he's supposed to be in Thor: Love and Thunder. I think he's supposed to be the reason that. Oh oh out. oh yes. Okay, now I know I who you're talking about. Yes, I forget what his name is. I'm fixing to pull it up real quick. I, well, I let, had it earlier and I forget. Well, Gore, let, Gore. I knew it was something like that. Well, let me pose the theory to you. I've been thinking well, on this. I haven't even finished my theory yet. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> I'm just laying down. So, I think. That's I think this movie is tying us in to, with all that right now. So we have we have the Eternals involved, or what we think is the Eternals involved in it. Could just be there by coincidence, or just somebody that looks like them. But we we're dealing with all these Egyptian gods, and like we have just seen in this most recent episode. Um, I'm going to try to explain it in a in a way that Hulk would in the infinity war uh but we pretty much just saw uh saw him turn the world back in time 2000 years but without actually changing the time of the earth 
So, but you yeah, he, yeah. he reversed the no, I know what you're the saying. constellations. Yes, but yes. but with that, he backed up the universe. It, you can't just change what we're seeing back to two thousand years. He changed the universe around us. And he really, I took it as he was just backing up the stars. The stars are in the universe. How do you back up the stars without? I I imagined it as a VHS tape, and he was rewinding it. But everybody saw it. Everybody on which Earth is why, saw it. Which is why I don't think he was backing up literal time. I'm. I think he was. I I I I think it's messy. I think. I don't That's like a lot they, of room for issues if that is the way that they intended it. Because nothing went back to normal. He was turned to stone. Because they were imprisoning Con- him for doing exactly. it. Exactly. But that the sky is still back 2,000 years. I took it as the sky went back when they couldn't hold it any longer. We saw when Conchu uh, disappeared and then uh, Stephen, it, oh, it was Stephen at that point collapsed the sky never morphed probably needs some more clarification look how long look how long it took them to actually turn the turn the sky back 2,000 years and you saw the sky actually physically moving you when you saw Stephen's hand actually manipulating where the moon placement was in it so none of that went back because you had to have them there to turn it back I just think that if that is how Marvel intended it, that's a recipe for disaster. I took it as, like I said, it's like a VHS tape that got rewound. And the reason I think it did go back is because they were fighting so hard to hold it in the place that they were. So, I, I, I'm i going to hold hold the time, time travel thing there for right now because it is extremely messy I like the thought of it because we still currently don't know when, where, and what placement they're going to put the unraveling of the TVA into the MCU. We just may happen to be falling on it, just like how Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness may be falling. Or we may already seen it in uh, No Way Home. So, And we also aren't completely clear on when this series is taking place. We know it's at least 2019. Because on the fake IDs, it shows a issue date of 2019 on both the his wife's and on Mark's. So, we know it's at least 2019. We don't have an exact date yet. I know it was kind of grayed there with all the phones. Nobody had really seen any like smartphones, I guess you could say. And I really want to know how much they paid Motorola to have the original razor in this mm-hmm. and not not the new revamped razor or anything yeah. they brought back the 2006 razor motorola razor i wish they would just made it the i, I wish they would have brought back some of the the hello moto ringtones just <laughs> just for nostalgia but well i have a little bit of a theory but this theory hinges on moon not being in our mcu universe on our timeline, on Earth 1999 or whatever we're called, might have what we're not in there. My theory kind of goes that Mark's had control over the body for, you know, ever is what I'm thinking. And then Mark blipped. And when he came back, Stephen took over, which is 
why he kind of has these weird things that he just left his wife and then disappeared. And then, you know, Mark was still getting some body time. And every time Steven takes over, we're seeing him get stronger and stronger and more control over the body. So, so from what I've gathered so far, and, and here's my take on it. So Mark is the core. Uh, I think that's the the right word placement for what he is. He he's the the original the original personality. He's the core. Then you have Stephen, which is a branch. So one thing that I keep running into the more I think about this, I think Stephen's very new and fresh. And the reason why I say that is because we're seeing a lot of similarities between... Do you remember the wife's name? I, it, no, I, I'm been, not good with names. I'll have to look it up. I I had it wrote down before this, and I left them in the other room. So she and Stephen shares pretty much everything in common other than that she's a woman and he's a another personality. So, but... I think that's, I think when Mark left, that was Mark created Stephen almost in a traumatic response, and now, now we have Mark that is the, the neutral chaos, and then Mark that is the neutral good. So and then Mark represents the Moon Knight character, the, and Stephen represents the suit knight character i can't remember i don't know exactly what they're calling him yet so with that being said we also saw in this next episode or this previous episode that we now have possibly another personality there we have another identity they didn't name him but all we know is though the interrogation scene when mark is consistently trying to get information out of the the two guys and the kid the the Mm -hmm. knife fight uh, well, Steven steps in, he gets over the car, and then Mark comes back, sees him again. Well, then, all of a sudden, we're in the desert, and they're dead except for the young boy. Mark didn't do it. Steven said he didn't do it. Conchu can't do it without one of them being where. So, I think we have another, another personality there that is now the chaotic evil. What if this is all a symptom from the blip? Because in WandaVision, they talk about, like, the particles or the dust or whatever that dates back to the Big Bang, which is, like, radioactive material. So what if wherever he was in time and he got blipped and then he came back was just, like, he got an overload of radioactive materials, which have then caused him these issues? Very possible. I think we really need to know the timeline that this is taking place mm-hmm. on. Because technically, if it's 2019 in the MCU, the blip hasn't happened yet. The blip happened in... Well, it, no, it did happen in... It would have happened in late 2019, right? November. So, and then it was a five-year blip. So... It's very possible. This could be happening during the blip. Maybe. No, the world's too put together. But how much of the world have we actually seen? It's too put together compared to how the world was in in game. I I want to explore that some more. I need to look into that because that's a big question there. So, but just kind of going back to a, a quick 
review of everything. I do love it. First episode, of course, is a typical first episode. It's it's picking you up. It's showing you everything, showing you what's going on. It does primarily follow Stephen, and you don't get to see what's going on with Mark. Then you go in the second episode, and you're seeing the mix of both. Then in the third episode, it's primarily following Mark, and you get Stephen toward the end there with the possible new one. I do think we're going to continue to see at least one more identity separate from the one that we already think is going on if you look in the in the credits there's a image with um i want to call him poe dameron because <laughs> star wars wasted him as an actor he has done phenomenal in this but you see a picture of uh, oscar isaac and his face it's a mirrored image of his face stepping out four times so i think I think that's gonna. I think that's trying to tell us that we are gonna see at least four versions of, of Mark, Stephen, this other character, and another one. So I, I'm really excited to see where this goes. I. The this last episode was extremely emotional though. In the trial scene, mm-hmm. I, it, when Mark breaks down, and. It, when they when they ask him if he needs help and he breaks down he said yeah and he's crying almost and he's going yes i need help i um and i desperately need help but it's not because of it's not the reason why we're here i that's extremely powerful and they're really pushing the they're really pushing the topic of all this and i just love how they're addressing it and it was real heartbreaking when they asked Stephen if um, the if Conchu picked him because he was his mind was easily broken or if he his mind was already broken and he just replies with, "I'm not broken." Yeah, I didn't feel like it was emotional. Maybe because I'm not liking the show as much as you, but I can see why you felt that way. I think. If you, I know it's hard for you to watch. I think this is one of those shows that it, once everything's there, and you go back and watch it all, kind of kind of binge watch it, that there's a lot more feeling there because it week to week. I enjoy week to week, but it is difficult because you do lose some stuff in. I'm sorry, I got hiccups. <laughs> you do lose some stuff in between because not only is the storyline conflicting with what you're thinking and your theories and opinions, but it also conflicts with everything you watch on it or hear on it. Mm-hmm. I, I, I like to hear other people's opinions of this stuff too. So I listen to everything I can. So I, I'm excited to see where this is going. I, I don't think it's going to tie into multiverse of madness. I think it's kind of beyond that at this point. But I think it's going to heavily tie into Eternals, to Thor, Love and Thunder. I think, I think it's all going to play really hard into what's coming next past Multiverse of Madness. Like I said, I think it's going it, to... We have the, the Galactic Issue Avengers. We have the Earth Avengers, and, or the, will probably be the Young Avengers. And then we have the Multiversal Avengers. And I think this is going to be kind of tasked to the Galactic Avengers, and and it'll go from there. So I'm really excited to see where it goes from here. 
breed. Hopefully, I'll like it better as we go on. Well, would you like to talk about your collectible of the week? Yes. This is a very special collectible to me. My collectible of the week is the first pair of ears that I ever bought at Disney World. These ears I got on my first trip to Disney that I did not know about until we were fixing to board the plane. And I bought them at Animal Kingdom, which ironically is now my least favorite park. We actually skip it like almost every time we go to (laughs) Disney. They are just black and white zebra print. And I've had them for, well, 10 years now because my first trip was in 2012. But still very white. I was just fixing to say that. They're still very white, even though they are 10 years old. And a note besides my collectible, I'm sorry if my energy sounds low on the second half of the show. I'm very exhausted today. (laughs) She's just not as into Moon Knight as I'm not as into Moon Knight, and I'm just exhausted besides that. So trying to get my energy up right now is a little bit of a struggle. And I'm not doing the whole fake it until you make it. (laughs) Well, my collectible of the week, which was a gift for Christmas. From me. It was. So I, and you'll, you'll find out as we get into Kenobi and some of the Star Wars stuff. I'm a big Ahsoka fan. Uh, Especially, I like the Clone Wars Ahsoka a lot better than I do Rebels. I think there's just a lot bigger character arc there. I... She she just represents a extremely strong and powerful character, especially for her to be a female character. And even though she she got her role through an got her role through an animated series, it still even in that time when I was a kid watching this show was not a very big thing happening. So watching her, they did a good job in the Clone Wars aging her character up over the years and and even through when Disney did release the final season of it they did a really good job of aging her character up along with all the audience watching so i i love her character so then i now have a black series character that my wife got me for christmas mm-hmm. extremely difficult to come across it is this the final season black series figure with her white sabers that that anakin gave her but i really love this character even though she does not like to stand no she doesn't no i i she... think that's just a part of her design like no matter what black series character like what generation of her it is she just can't stand And getting her was a bit of a task because everyone wanted her for Christmas. And pretty much, the only way you could buy her was eBay. I didn't find her anywhere else. And it was like every seller on eBay was doing it auction only. And so, I wasn't going to pay an arm and a leg. So, the auctions that I would win her on, I lost several auctions before I finally won one with her. And the one that we got... The box was extremely damaged, but she was fine. <laughs> it looked like somebody used it to kick field goals. With and me. we're not collectors that care anything in the world about the way boxes look. We just... We usually unbox all of our stuff. We have, yes. I think, 
two or three things that are still boxed and and that's just more so by choice you can't even hardly buy anything new and get a pristine box so all these collectors out there that constantly like to ask us on ebay what is the box condition well it's acceptable because let's be it's honest in the same condition that we received it in it's in the same condition that we received it in because these mailmen don't care these people stocking them at the stores don't care your Agatha that we got, and we waited how long for? A while. It, we The Agatha, it was a Funko Pop, and I believe somebody sat on it. Really? The, <laughs> yeah. It the, the box was completely, like, just crushed to Agatha. Like, it was a wonder it didn't break her. Luckily, she was a very sturdy and built character, but the both... The Funko box and the surrounding box both were destroyed, and I, we, we couldn't get anything back on it because it was just uh, everybody was like, "Was well, you had to contact the post office?" And we bought it brand new, waited for several months on pre order. I bought a brand new pop over the weekend, and when I opened it, the box itself was actually fine, but when the clear container it was in had a dent in it, so you just don't know what you're getting even brand new so that's my soapbox about mm-hmm. about collectible boxes well now that you have lost our uh our 20 fan members um <laughs> i hope everybody enjoys listening to us as much as i enjoy annoying you with um just constant talking of marble because i usually don't talk much so well you talk a lot to me yeah sometimes i like my quiet space though i understand that well we're going to quit holding everybody up. We're going to shut this podcast down. and no, Just for this episode. We're not shutting <laughs> the podcast itself down. They the know episode is over. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to shut this episode down. And we are going to come back next week. And I've got a final thought. And then I'll close this out. Yeah. And I haven't even brought this up to Dakota. But I would really like some thoughts on what people would think about us doing an episode about what do you need to know and have seen if you're going to see multiverse of madness and you've never seen anything else i think we need to do an episode on that anyways because i think we need to do one for kenobi when we do it so please shoot us a message on instagram facebook tiktok we're not on twitter because i don't think anyone uses twitter these days but tiktok's the best place you you can reach us at. I would really like to know if people would be interested in it. If you would really not want to hear something about that. But I got inspired because I spoke to a girl at work today. We were talking about this. And she was like, can you just give me a list of what I need to watch? So I think it might be a fun episode to do. Yeah, we'll work on a condensed list. Something that won't have people watching for like three weeks. But something <laughs> I know, they can right? watch and get all the information they need to in a short amount of time. Yeah. All right, guys. Bye. Bye.